Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks. I'm Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. It's nighttime. It is nighttime. It's the right We're, time. <laughs> the nighttime is the right time. <laughs> I, am, I am knocking back some Lagunitas hop. It is a hoppy refresher with zero alcohol. Oh, really? Okay. I've got uh, I've got a glass of uh, a lovely red from the 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 vineyard that we stayed at over Labor Day weekend. So I'm in, I'm going to enjoy the show with a uh, a little relaxer after a day full of uh, basically every window in our house being torn out and being put back in. So good times. Home improvement. Good times. Yes. yes. Let's talk about some not good times though. Uh, sure. Let's talk about some not so good times, but not as bad as it sounded initially. Maybe this is an ongoing and developing story, but a hat tip to Vincent Lee for sending in this particular link from The Verge. Patreon is laying off 17% of its workforce and closing offices around a week after it laid off its security team. And as we recall, the security team layoff was shrouded in count controversy and he said, she said postings, none of which were verified. So we waited to talk about it. And Brian, I have to say that hmm. I, th I think that Patreon has succumbed to the GOG curse because as soon as we mentioned it <laughs> and it happens. <laughs> well, I mean, right now, all we know for sure is Patreon is laying off 80 people, which is about 17% of its workforce. It's closing its offices in Dublin and Berlin. A post from CEO and co-founder Jack Conte says the cuts are happening because the company is changing its plans after trying to rapidly grow during the pandemic. And failing. So... Well, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, every other tech company in existence is also pink slipping people. So uh -huh. this is not unusual in the sector at all. And in a downturn. And in a downturn. So everybody's doing it. Why not Patreon? Now, as far as their five-person security team, and by the way, five-person security team. Hmm, that was pretty I, small to begin with. I, I think yeah. that, I, I think there was some outsourcing already taking place in terms of security, so they had a few people internally. What he says in his post as well was that these layoffs were part of a longer-term strategy to continue distributing security responsibilities across our entire engineering team. Oh, and they're fucked. The, com the company is continuing <laughs> to work with external security experts and has said that the new approach will increase how much Patreon invests in keeping the platform safe. Oh, they're fucked. So... You think right now it just says not much to do about nothing except the company's really not doing that great. So they've got to downsize. Here's the secret language that is okay. in, that is embedded in this this uh, this missive from Jack Conti. Part of a longer term strategy to continue distributing security responsibilities across our entire engineering team. Mm -hmm. Well, let me let me let me explain how this works. Uh, do security some mansplaining, Jason. I'm gonna. I, I'm going to nerd explain on this one, uh, <laughs> since I have been in this position before and I have seen what happens and I know why this happens. When you start distributing engineering responsibilities across other people in the department, uh, that means you're broke as fuck and you, can't you don't know the how to. People. Yeah, and yeah, you can't afford the good ones, so you just have everybody do it. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that UX guy is really not a DDoS expert. He does not understand SQL injection, so he does not know how to craft his JavaScript for his form. Uh, and you're going to rely on him to cover it probably at the front end level and then, you know, maybe put it off to the back end level. Here's the point of it. It's a really bad move 
if you really want a secure platform, you want a security team. You want a really good security team when your entire job is moving people's money from the customers to the customers. That's all your job is. You take a cut <laughs> and you have a website. That's it. Yeah. And maybe you have it's a CDN It's not like the site's the very good. <laughs> the site sucks. The app sucks. Damn near everything about it sucks. So maybe that's why they're losing money because, you know, platforms like Memberful, which I'll talk about in a second, are, are coming to eat their lunch, you know? And who knows? All those podcasts maybe have moved to OnlyFans. We just don't know. Well, according to my advertising on Facebook, uh, fitness experts, musicians, and everybody else are on OnlyFans. <laughs> that's, that's right. I got a new trainer this us, week, and Jason? I swear I've seen him on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, All right. God. So that that's 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 the skinny right now, and I agree with your consensus. It, it's a it's a it's a move of a company that is not uh, on the up and up and and going well. It is a move of a company that is on the down and down and doing poorly, and probably will not be around for too much longer. So I 100% agree with that. Now, here's the more problem. rumors. More rumors <laughs> are buzzing around about Patreon right now, and I was I was loath to discuss it, but I see that you have links in the show notes, so we will discuss it. We, we yes, ahead, we Jason. will discuss it. Um, uh, fuck you, Johannes, for sending me this one on Twitter because I was I was I was ignorant of this entire problem until you brought it up. So thanks. That's because you haven't logged into our Discord. <laughs> No, I haven't. I've been busy. I'll talk about that later, too. Um, so he sent me a link from Tizzy Ent, uh, he, who is a director and editor for TV, films, music videos, winner of things you've never heard of, Project Greenlight Greenies nominee. I do remember Ooh. Project Greenlight. Ooh. Uh, and I give greenies to my dogs for their teeth every day. So he's got 279,000 followers. You don't get that many followers without having at least a modicum of skill in whatever you talk about. Or having met Matt Damon. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, too. That's true, too. I'm Ben Affleck. <laughs> so, Damon. Ben Affleck. The Patreon problem. Who is subscribing to these children's accounts was the first video that uh, came across. Mm -hmm. And it is Tizzy Ent talking about how there are these strange accounts with underage children uh, being pimped by their quote-unquote parents on mm -hmm. Patreon. And he sent out many, many notes to Patreon and got some insider info. There's all sorts of stuff going around. The, the, what, the, what the whole allegement is here, I don't believe that's a real word, but I'm trumping it up. The allegement okay. is that Patreon is, is basically facilitating... Uh, child porn imagery, well, or CPM, is that, uh, child child porn material, or whatever they call yeah, it these days. CPM is, I believe, what they're calling it, or cost per mile if you're in advertising. Yeah. <laughs> so, if this really is a thing, it, it is a there would be problem. screenshots. By the way, there if this were a thing, people would know. Why hasn't he subscribed to any of them? To, I'm just not to check. I'm not <laughs> saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying that there might be one or two or three or four. I'm I'm guessing it's not rampant, but the question people are asking and and the the allegations, which is I think what you were searching for earlier before you decided to trump up your word, yes. uh, seems to be that uh, it was an unofficial policy that they would turn a blind eye and not take down anything until somebody basically issued a request or a demand that something be taken down. And the other allegation is that is. Uh, the engineers quit en masse in protest of this unofficial policy. That That is the scuttlebutt currently bouncing around. See, 
Now, is any Why of this true? Why did they say so? Why did they not say so? Uh, it just seems that... I'm just asking. We're, I'm we're, just asking. We're embroiled in like a two-week Patreon masterclass in how not to handle crises from Patreon okay. side of things. Yeah, and we're also like, much. there's an there's an awful lot of, of allegations being tossed around, which some of which have seemed to be true, some of which aren't but we don't know like i don't know what's going on yet i can tell you one thing if that is the unofficial policy and this comes out or even if patreon is riddled with cpm we're off the fucking platform immediately yes but right now we are embroiled in schrodinger's patreon we -hmm. do not know if there there is or is not this rampant cpm on the platform I think you need to investigate, Jason, because my reputation no, can not nope, handle nope. it. But- <laughs> <laughs> it could have fucking happened, dude. You know the deals I got going on right now? I am not going I'm not going anywhere near this. The old me would have been on this like flies on shit trying to prove a point or not prove a point or send some people to jail. Let's get Eric Hunley on the case. That's this yes. seems to be his milieu. Eric, get on this and let us know what's going on because yeah, we are um yeah, we can't do that right now. <laughs> no, no, I cannot. <laughs> cannot go. I got to pay for these windows that were just installed. The fact that I'm even talking about this is bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, we don't know. Um, I, I guarantee what always happens is basically as soon as we hit stop on recording, there will be breaking news. <laughs> there will be breaking news. Yes, yes. Um, so we so may, or may just, not be on Patreon tomorrow. That would really kind of ruin the weekend because <laughs> I. <laughs> You know, yeah, that would that would be that would be a hit, as they say to the pocketbook, because that is our mm-hmm. main platform. Uh, but we are we are looking at other other places right now to to do the things that Patreon does, and like I said before, Memberful is making its headway <laughs> on basically every tech podcast I've ever heard, saying, "Come join Memberful." I'm like, I would love to, but you know how hard it is to port 570 some episodes. I really know, hard. I know. It's hard. And uh although if their pitch was if if their pitch was just come join memberful, we don't have child porn. They should they uh, should be working on ads. I'm just saying. Yeah, they really should. Let's 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 get on that. Yeah, that that will be your 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 category definition. <laughs> Membership <laughs> without kids. <laughs> Kitty porn, whatever. <laughs> CPM. I'm just so confused about that. Um I the thing about sticking your head in the sand that I just wanted to say real quick to the the CEO of Patreon who I know is listening to this show. Mm-hmm. I you know, he's been a fan for a long time old Jack Conti. Well, well no, he liked us when we were younger. We're too old now. <laughs> oh zing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit man, you need wine more often. Damn. Oh, he's he's like the Leo DiCaprio of CEOs. Mhm. Oh, it's your twenty fifth yeah, birthday. See ya. They, it's a it's a good thing our our uh, show art are cartoons because he probably thinks we're a kids show. That's why he hasn't kicked us <laughs> off yet. <laughs> oh, allegedly, God. allegedly, people. allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, I used to work for one of those AVSs back in the day, the Age oh, Verification I Services. <laughs> yeah, I worked for one yeah. called Keys K E Y Z dot com. Uh, I was just doing website design, UX, and logo design. Until one day when my check didn't clear and <laughs> I found out that the, the lovely people of Texas who hired me, a, a husband and wife couple, had been sentenced to basically the equivalent of life in prison for having uh, members of their age verification service who were actively uh, distributing child pornography. Well, turns out I gave them the benefit of the doubt. They were nice people. 
they were nice people. He was quiet. He didn't talk to anybody. He was a loner. Um, well, Jason, yeah, it turns every out movie. That, yeah. Every, <laughs> turns not out even every horrible. movie, every <laughs> local news report. He was such a nice guy. Such a nice before guy. Before he knifed all the kids. Kept to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoarding all those weapons and bullets. Um, yeah, well, they turned out to actually be horrible people, but they were really nice on the internet and on the telephone when I talked to them. They paid their bills on time, except for that last one. Um, but they were relying on – it wasn't even Safe Harbor, I believe, at that point. It might have been Safe Harbor, but they were just saying that, no, it's a platform and people are posting stuff on it, so we're not responsible for it. Well, yeah, yeah that doesn't really fly <laughs> in some not, cases. Not when you're making money, no. Not when you're making money and when the uh, Justice Department uh, subpoenas your emails where you're telling people how to get around it. So, <laughs> yeah, they were actually Act- horrible people <laughs> and they were just yeah. taking the money. Um, yeah. But Patreon, you know, they this is this is one of those areas where you want to get in front of it, not behind it. Um, take that. That was not a pun. That was nothing. I didn't mean it that way. Let's just <laughs> say you want to fix it. Yet. You yeah. want to fix it. So let's fix yes. it, Patreon, so we can all get back to work. Yes, please. In the news. Speaking of pink slips, there's a few more coming at Amazon pretty soon. Amazon is buying a company that makes pallet stacking robots. They have agreed to buy Kloosterman's, a company that makes robots capable of stacking pallets in its warehouses. They're already using their tech, which can also package products, which leaves not much left for people to do. Uh, well, somebody's got to pee in the jars when they can't get bathroom breaks. Well, luckily, Kloosterman's working on that as well, a peeing robot. <laughs> yes, the, the, the mobile urinal will be coming your way. <laughs> One with a curtain for the ladies. Yes. Um, so the company said, said, right, they said that, that, yeah, they're not, we're not getting to full automation till 2019. So where's, what's No, the... they said in 2019, because that would oh, be in the past, yeah. Jason. So there I'm would sorry. already be no employees. I meant 2029. Uh, the, the company said in 2019 that automation isn't expected to replace human workers at warehouses for at least a decade. But guess what, Amazon shareholders? It's coming early. Christmas is here, <laughs> Santa's sleigh bells, and the robot reindeer. <laughs> yeah. So if you're an Amazon employee right now, I highly suggest you basically sink your entire paycheck into Amazon stock because it will go through the roof as soon as you all get fired. Uh, well, you're going to get fired once you unionize. That's really what well, – well, You know, the more pretty, unions – That's basically a thing. Yeah. The people, the more people that unionize inside of Amazon, the faster the robots get here. So that's, that's, yeah. I think that's the point that Amazon's trying to make. <laughs> yeah, you want to unionize? Well, say hello to Mr. Roboto over here. Speaking of Mr. Roboto, Elon Musk is uh, kind of in the news. <laughs> He's sort of. Uh, Twitter shareholders have voted, which was the last mm-hmm. step in the Elon Musk, um, you know, takeover of the mm-hmm. company. Uh, they said, sure, we'll take $54.20 a share. It's better please. than what we got now. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a little no-brainer. over 40 right now. Um, <laughs> what, what's interesting, though, is... You can I, I have to I have to credit Scott Galloway for this one. You can tell the faith that people are putting into the deal actually going through because the stock price does not match what the buyout price would be. Right. So it's closing it, it um the other day it closed at forty one seventy. I didn't check today since mm-hmm. since this has closed. So that's a that's a ten dollar difference. So yeah. theoretically you could make ten dollars a share right now if you just bought Twitter. Yeah. But if but if everybody started buying Twitter, then the price goes up. But you know, uh, it'll go up until it hits like you know fifty three twenty or fifty four ten. You know, people mm-hmm. want to make money. 
I wish I had some. I would buy. I would. I would invest, but I don't. Because I would. It would have to be crypto money, money that I would just like to pee on or burn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't believe it would come back. Last time I invested in Twitter, it, when we had our contest. Do you remember what Twitter was trading at when we had our contest? Uh, fourteen something. I bought it thirteen seventy. Yeah. Yeah, thirteen seventy. Yeah, we both, I haven't bought Twitter since then. So every every share of Twitter I own is like around the twelve to thirteen dollar range was my buy in. So yeah, see, I sold mine because the <laughs> the 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 joke was over, so I got rid of it. Because uh, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll see how this goes because the uh, the trial is coming up next month. Yep, yep. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Elon Musk is also probably having a problem over at Tesla because the uh, the Tesla zombies are starting to rise against him, saying, "Hey, this full self driving shit that you sold us, uh, what you called an autopilot, doesn't. Yeah. And you made us pay a lot of money, and you've been pumping it up for years and years and years." So, I mean, everybody from the National Traffic or Highway Traffic and Safety Administration are going after them. I mean, to basically anybody that's ever overpaid for, quote unquote, autopilot, um, everybody's pissed about it. They're like, dude, you know, put up or shut up. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Can you blame them? I don't. Uh, yes, they're dumb. It's obviously never been an autopilot, a true autopilot. Now, Tesla has a really easy fix for this. Rename it. Yeah, cruise control. Something yes. we've had since the 60s. There you go. Just rename it and you're done. That's so ridiculous. Anyways, I want to skip ahead a little bit in the news because there's two stories that I wanted to have tied to each other and, and you put a couple in the middle here. So just jumping back to Twitter really quickly, I wanted to talk about uh, you know why that stock price is probably pretty low because the pinnacle of Twitter's evolution and, um, and uh, innovation right now is guess what Twitter is doing now? They're rolling out podcasts to blue subscribers. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. the future. So you can now listen to a podcast in Twitter because But not ours. You can't. You can't <laughs> even listen to ours. On Twitter every week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jack <laughs> Jack put out a fatwa, twatwa on us. <laughs> yeah, so that's the pinnacle of Twitter's innovation right now. Um, you know, I've always said that Twitter was way outsized in terms of their promotion and their and their and their space in the world for what they actually do and there you go. Now, a much maligned company uh, compared to Twitter is would be Facebook or Meta. And let's just, uh, obviously, we spend a lot of time crapping on them as well. And they're a horrible com country. Uh, country. Well, country. They might as well, well be they at are. this point. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, they're horrible in their own way. But in terms of innovation, here's, here's what they have in comparison to adding podcasts to a subscribing part of your shitty platform. Okay. Uh, they're spinning off the pyro... PyTorch framework into its own AI research research foundation. Yeah, because they actually have innovators and people that have built stuff that is actually real that is, doesn't just involve putting podcasts into Twitter spaces. Six years and 150,000 projects from 2,400 contributors later, Meta announced on Monday that the PyTorch project will soon spin out from the company's direct control to become its own entity, the PyTorch Foundation, a subsidiary within the larger Linux Foundation nonprofit Hegemony. Okay. Amazon Web Services, Google Cloud, Meta, Microsoft Azure, and NVIDIA are all a part of the governing board of this new company. 
So say what you will about Meta and Facebook. Uh, they actually built some shit. And you know why they're giving it away? Because it didn't make any money. <laughs> exactly. That's that's why they're giving it away. They're like, we don't want to pay for this shit anymore. It's research. Yep. Get it out of here. Yep. You know, cool. let, the, let the yeah, let the Linux Foundation pay for it, and then when they when they open source their next version that may I don't know work, then we'll yep. take it back. Yeah, or we'll buy it back it. if it actually looks like it could make money or challenge us, because that's our business model. Have you seen the news about Adobe buying a company that I've never heard of called Figma? I have because we use Adobe XD an awful lot uh, in, at my company, and I got a couple notes saying, "I guess we're going to have to learn Figma now." Okay. Well, what the fuck is a Figma? Did uh, they tell you? <laughs> no, well, I, 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 mean, I, I kind of know what it is. It's basically UX design software yeah, for it's UX you know, design. that you can collaborate on. You can do yeah. collaborations for building out the you know scales and mockups of things and all that sort of stuff, which is exactly what we use XD for. Uh, but then you know I, I like I just wrote everybody back and I was like, take a deep breath, fellas. It's not like XD isn't going to be around for like three more years. They're just going to mm -hmm. not continue to build it anymore. They'll have, they'll offer Figma. XD will still be it'll still exist. It'll still be supported for an awful long time. Nobody has to learn anything tonight. Let's just tell them, just, just explain to them how long flash lasted. Yeah, exactly. There's still sites built on flash on the web. I know. Yeah. yeah. But you have to take a train in China to get to Oh, them. that's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was, this was pretty surprising news because XD is actually a pretty decent product, I think. So, and, and that's all I can, all I can really see is they're buying this company to replace XD with this, unless they've got a bunch of really good engineers over there. Probably good engineers because from what I've seen, it's a better product, uh, at mm -hmm. least for what it is. But yeah. there, there's a couple things here. It's like 50x revenue of what they're paying for, which yeah. is just insane. Yeah. You know, the numbers do not make sense whatsoever for this buy. And when it comes down to antitrust, it's like, well, uh, somebody please investigate this because this is Adobe buying up one of its biggest competitors. Like, okay, Figma today, Canva tomorrow. You know, because I don't know about you, I don't even touch Photoshop 90% of the time. I do everything in Canva now because it's just so easy. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, come on. Antitrust. <laughs> Until we get a president, what's her face from Minnesota, there's no antitrust. Well, this is exciting, Jason. I, I, I know you're going to be a big fan of this. Uh, Starbucks, the company on every corner, unless they decide to unionize and then they shut that one down. Yep. Yep, that's what happens there. Are uh, are launching something called Odyssey, an upcoming extension to its popular rewards program that will allow customers to collect NFTs. Not fucking tasty. That's what Starbucks is to me. Every I NFT do not like Starbucks. Points <laughs> value based on its rarity, and as you earn more tokens, you'll unlock new experiential rewards. I would just like to point out that at this point, NFTs are nothing more than a fucking monopoly game at McDonald's. Mm hmm. That's what they yes, are. Yes, which now. we know how that ended up. <laughs> we saw that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what you know what you get as an NFT that you have you have to buy like four hundred lattes to get? Key to the bathroom. That's your NFT. Uh -huh. You get a key to the shower. <laughs> see, the difference between it being a game versus a promotional rewards program is that instead of like being legally required to basically offer the McDonald's things for free if you ask for them, you can purchase limited edition stamps directly through the Starbucks website. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is, what, lawyers. This, is, this is what NFTs are now, people. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, man, but but I don't know if you've heard, you know, mm. Ethereum has had the quote unquote merge. They have moved oh, yes. from proof of work to proof of stake. Um, yes. You know what and I would rather spend my money greener. on? Steak. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's supposed to be greener, but nobody can really seem to explain how or why. I've I've read many an article that told me how this is good for the environment, and I ended up scratching my head at the end going, uh, what? No. Well, here's the deal. It doesn't take as many GPUs, that's for sure. So I haven't looked at NVIDIA stock today, but I bet it's probably down. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, maybe it's up because now people can buy them again. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah, nobody cares about Ethereum as much as they do Bitcoin. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I looked, and, at, my, uh, I looked at my Ethereum today, and I'm still down uh, uh, 60% from my purchase price. What, about eight months ago? Yay. I used to I used to load up Coinbase once a day just to see where I was at, and I've actually stopped. In fact, it, I've got a, on my phone right now, I'm opening it up. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I've got the green dot that it's a new app that I haven't opened in a long time. Or the okay. blue dot next to it. Yeah, so I just don't give a crap anymore. I'll just let that sit wait, wait, until I, I hear something in the news. I didn't know you actually still owned any. I thought you got. I thought you unloaded it. No, or did you no, buy the no. dip? Because you'd still no. be buying if you're buying the dip. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not buying anymore. I'm. I, I'm hodling, Jason. I'm hodling. Oh, you're hodling. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to let it I'm, sit. I'm, yeah, I'm hodling my ETH too. Uh, my two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> is now down to one hundred nine dollars and fifty four cents, according to MetaMask. Yes. So. And speaking of phrases like hodling my ETH, uh, Merriam-Webster has just <laughs> yeeted right. a bunch of internet slang into the dictionary. Thank God hodling my ETH isn't in there yet, but oh my gosh. <laughs> so we've got a whole bunch of new words that are now legit words, as they say. And this is, uh, here we go. Um, metaverse, of course, <sighs> coming as no surprise, seeing as companies like Facebook have been all about the virtual environment that doesn't exist. Uh, so yes, we have a word for a place that doesn't really exist. Meat space is a term now, which should have been a long time ago. Uh, altcoin has all of been these added should to have describe been, all of these should have been of, like laggy 10 years ago. Laggy is good. Uh, pwn, yes. um, pwn. Uh, come on, come on. That does that doesn't need to be an official word from the. But dictionary. that's from the nineties. That's from Improved. the nineties. Fine. Jeez. Virtue signaling, greenwashing something, of course, uh, as well. Sus, which came from the Among Us game, which destroyed my old band's uh, approach, uh, web popularity, not that we had any to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke, as in fashion looks, is now officially a word. We hope nobody cringes or yeets whatever it is they're holding, but adorkable has also been added to the dictionary. Adorkable. adorkable. Booster dose is its own thing, as well as false positive and false negative. Now, false positive and false negative should not be in the dictionary because they are two words that already have definition. Yeah, that's a, yeah, those are, yeah, that's bad. Right? Okay. Okay. Well, none of these are good. Go ahead. Finish up. We also got shrinkflation, <laughs> pumpkin spice, and birra. Birria. Oh, side hustle as well. Yeah, yeah, you missed side hustle. Fuck yeah. side hustle and fuck you, Miriam Webster. I'm going <laughs> Oxford all the way. This episode is brought to you by Delete Me. Today, I want to share something personal and honestly a bit alarming. Now, on this show, we talk a lot about how much of our personal info is out there. We're talking about home addresses, contact details, and even information about your family. And if you've ever felt that uneasy feeling about your privacy, you're not alone. That's why I want to tell you about Delete Me. It's a game changer for protecting your personal information. 
As someone who's been through the ringer with spam calls and phishing attempts, finding Delete Me felt like a breath of fresh air. Could your potential views expose you to cybercrimes, identity theft, or even violence in this election year? The amount of personal data available online has tripled from 2019 to 2023. Angry individuals motivated by their political beliefs can now easily access personal details from data brokers for 98% of U.S. citizens, putting you at risk of harassment and identity theft. Fortunately, you can safeguard your data with Delete Me. Delete Me scours the internet, finding and removing you and your family's personal data from hundreds of data broker websites. And they don't just do it once, they monitor your information to ensure that it stays private. I signed up and provided the specifics on what I wanted to go, and the team at Delete Me took it from there. They keep me in the loop with regular updates, showing exactly where my info was popping up and confirming when it was removed. Seeing how dedicated they are to protecting my privacy is a relief. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now available at a special discount for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan today when you go to joindeleteme.com slash G-O-G and use promo code G-O-G at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash G-O-G and enter code G-O-G at checkout. One more time, that's J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash G-O-G with code G-O-G at checkout. Today's episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app, and browser extensions for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag. If you sign up with PIA right now, you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners. By using our link, gog.show slash VPN, you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month and four extra months for free, which means only $1.98 a month and up to 83% off. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to GOG.show slash VPN and try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. That's GOG.show slash VPN. Are you hungry? I am. Which means it's a perfect time to talk about Factor. Why not make your spring a breeze with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals? Picture this. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, crafted by top chefs, and has the dietitian's thumbs up. Plus, they're ready to roll in just two minutes. You've got 35 mouth-watering options to choose from each week. Whether you're into calorie-smart keto, ramping up your protein, or keeping it green with vegan and veggie, Factor's got you covered. And there's more. Each week brings over 60 extras, including breakfast, grab-and-go lunches, snacks, and drinks to keep your energy up and your taste buds happy all day. So, what's the holdup? Dive in today and give your spring the tasty kickstart it deserves. 
As someone who's lived off microwave meals for most of his life, I can confidently say that Factors chef-crafted dishes blow anything else I've had out of the water. The chicken stays juicy, the veggies are crisp, and the flavors are absolutely delicious. I'm talking about meals like their artichoke and spinach chicken and the spicy poblano beef bowl out of this world. Are you craving a touch of gourmet? Well, check out the meals featuring luxury ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. It's fancy dining without the fuss. And speaking of no fuss, the meals are a total breeze. Forget about prepping, cooking, and cleaning. Just heat up your meal and enjoy the deliciousness. Plus, everything's tailored to fit your life. Customize your weekly meal plan to get exactly what you need whenever you need it. Need to pause or shift your deliveries? No problem. It's all designed to work around your schedule. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. And Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for the lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash grumpy50 and use code grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code grumpy50 at factormeals.com slash grumpy50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This episode is sponsored by Mood. 420 celebrations come in all shapes and sizes, just like the many ways to enjoy your THC. Mood offers just the right buzz with their federally legal flower, gummies, vapes, and more, helping you find the perfect high. Mood is offering our listeners a free THCA pre-roll and 20% off your first order. Just head over to hellomood.com and use our exclusive code GOG. Mood's latest introduction, the THCA flower, is a game changer, offering the classic cannabis high with a twist. With 10 high-inducing strains, it's their most potent lineup yet. What's even better is that all Mood products are extracted from hemp, making them federally legal, and are regularly tested to ensure the highest quality. Sourced from small family farms, you're getting a product that's effective and pesticide-free. I tried several of their products from the uplifting Energized to the Mellow Chill, and I must say, each provided a unique, enjoyable high. My favorite? Definitely the creative strain. It sparked an incredible flow of ideas and got me through my daily projects with ease. Whether you're new to THC or a seasoned aficionado, Mood has something for every vibe. Their in-house experts have tailored different strains to match specific moods, offering a range of products to suit any preference. From delectable gummies to classic flower and convenient pre-rolls, there's a multitude of ways to enjoy Mood's offerings. Celebrate 420 exactly how you want to with Mood. Get 20% off your first order plus a free THCA pre-roll at hellomood.com with promo code GOG. That's hellomood.com. Code GOG. Media Candy. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Brian, mm -hmm. on your recommendation, yeah. I did go and uh, partake of the first two episodes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Right? Just awesome. Just awesome. It's just great. They're really good. I know, I know we're. We're going against the grain of our Discord channel, which are very much uh, fans of uh, Game of Thrones' new one and don't really like Lord of the Rings, but I fucking love the new Lord of the Rings stuff. 
You know what it's like? It's like um, Star Trek Brave New Worlds. It's like seeing mm-hmm. an old friend done properly. Right? Yeah, especially yeah, after the it. disappointment of The Hobbit and the six hours of that. This is just great. I, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Slow burn, wonderful. Yeah, it, is, it wasn't even that slow of a burn for me. I thought it was moving at the proper pace. Yeah. Maybe I maybe it's just time for me to move to the Shire, I guess. But I thought it was I I'll thought it was moving you. along at just dandy. We get second lunchies and we get lots of beer. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Well, I get I get non-alcoholic hops, but it's close enough. It's close <laughs> enough. No, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I couldn't give any fucks less about Game of Thrones, but uh so far this is just extremely well done, I think. Um, you know what I think part of it is, Jason, and we've been Hmm. talking about this for an awful long time, Game of Thrones or House of Dragon or whatever, sadness porn, Lord of the Rings, delightful, hopeful, you're rooting for good guys. There are good guys. (laughs) Yeah, there's not that, there's not these, you know, gray area, uh, like, you know, anti-heroes or whatever anymore. It's it's, like, you're a good guy, you're a fucking bad guy. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's straightforward and... You know the good guys are going to win eventually, and the good guys are actually really good guys, and it's great, and 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 it's not sadness born. Yeah, because I mean, even I, I don't know if you remember, westerns were definitely good guys, white hats, black hats, bad guys. You watch something like The Way of the Dog, and it just ruins westerns because there's no good people in that entire thing. Yep. So it's like I'm tired of watching that stuff. This, yes, I think I think you've nailed it. We want. I we we want a binary good and we want a binary bad. There we go. <laughs> we don't want any trans. Don't take that wrong, people. Well, you're gonna. Well, you you're gonna you're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second. I guess. Jeez. <laughs> wait a wait a. Okay. Uh, let's talk about She Hulk Attorney at Law. Um, yes. This does kind of blur the good and bad lines a little bit. So, uh, I am. Thoroughly enjoying it. I got caught up last night, and as we sat down to record this on Thursday night, I got a notification on my watch that there's a new one out, and I'm like, maybe we can push for half an hour. So I, I know I'm hoping it. we have a short show because I want to go watch it, man. I I love the show. It's hilarious. It is so tongue in cheek and funny, but funny well done. Yes, it, it, very I know, well done. Look, the MCU is just moving towards stand up comedy. We get it, but this it's just it's well done. It's funny. So yeah, I I am in on She Hulk Attorney at Law. <laughs> yeah, those are those are my shows right now, man. It's all about Lord of the Rings and She Hulk, and I am actually very much enjoying Lower Decks being back as well. So yeah, waiting on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> well, we have some Star Wars news. I was hoping to wait until we were with Dave Bittner, but the schedules did not allow that. Uh, so we should talk about this because D twenty three was underway last weekend, and they dropped three trailers at the expo. We got uh, the Mandalorian season three trailer. Did you watch it, Jason? Okay, I have not. It looks it looks good. It looks good. Okay. Um, you can't really tell what's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, it's, okay. it's dark. It's a lot of action. I, I'm very much looking forward to it. The first two seasons were great, so can't complain. Uh, we got the well, two and a half seasons when you count in uh, Boba Fett. So it was well, kind yeah. of two and a half well, seasons so far. Okay, so two really good seasons and one mediocre one, or I, half well, a mediocre one. I thought that I thought the stuff on on Boba Fett was pretty good. You didn't like I think it? it I, I thought that it, I felt hit or miss. I think we talked about that a bit, but uh, I mean, yeah. not bad. It's good. I you, you know, know why I th- you know why I think I think I was so excited and I thought it was a, a better Mandalorian. It's because I didn't have to watch Boba Fett. Okay, 
That's true. <laughs> I just did, I, I thought Boba Fett was falling flat until they brought in Mando to to save the day. That's true. Uh, Star Wars Andor trailer dropped. Uh, that will be out September twenty first. So what? We're about a week off from from that debuting. Looks phenomenal. I political, agree. Looks really interesting. Good. Yep, can't wait. And they dropped a trailer for a show called Tales of the Jedi, which will be animated. This also looks really interesting. I, I did get into some of the animated stuff, like uh, the Clone Wars and things like that, and they were all very good. Um, and this seems to follow and tie up some plot lines about characters from the not-so-great, uh, I guess we're going to have to call them the first three movies, even though they're the second three movies. No, yeah, yeah, we know what you're talking about. But it looks good, so we'll see. So, I mean, Disney Plus is killing it with the star wars content not gonna lie i am worried about them oversaturating but we'll see yeah we're waiting for the the discovery version of star wars i guess (laughs) or maybe the picard uh the picard they're gonna bring back an old luke and it'll be depressing yeah oh wait they did that already (laughs) yeah yeah they did I'm, i'm in with i'm in with what they're doing with star wars it's uh yeah, the the oversaturation problem could be a problem because all they see are, you know, dollar signs. It's like, okay, yep, yep. the more we the more we do, the more we make, so let's just keep making some more. But so far, it's all been quality. It's all been quality so far. No missteps yet. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a good we have a good year to look forward to. Now, speaking of our previous topic, I watched the film Kiki, a 2016 film about the dragon voguing scene in New York City. And Mm -hmm. it was a fantastic film. It was uh, cool. Yeah, it's I mean, it covers the whole, you know, the whole underground scene with, uh, you know, because there's the ballroom scene that came out uh, from Harlem, like, you know, way back in the day. Yeah. And the Kikis are the kids who are kind of the new and upcoming kids who are kind of keeping the whole ballroom scene alive. Cool. And it was just it was it was a really kind of touching documentary about like, you know, just how shitty these the lives of these kids are because they all get kicked out. You know, they're gay, trans, you know, yeah. the whole the whole shebang. And, you know, the ba- ballroom gives them a place to go and gives them a home and gives them, you know, opportunity. So it's a really good, really good film. Uh, God, I, I, recommend I, fucking, it. I love subcultures. I love little subcultures like that. The world needs more of it. We're all too mainstream and all too the same right now. I love that. That's great. Well, you are you and you and I are on the same team right now because that's exactly why I'm talking about this stuff, because I'm I'm working in the the uh, the ballroom scene with one of my new clients <laughs> and uh so i am also going through pose i am almost like i had to come in here to do the show or i was going to finish the last episode of the first season we've been binging it at the house and uh it's so good jesus the acting in that show is just incredible <laughs> and it's i mean it's a great story it's it's a really great story it's about the ballroom scene in the late 80s you know it goes mm-hmm. into you know all of the gay culture, the trans culture, the, you know, the AIDS epidemic and all of that stuff. It is just, uh, I mean, it's just, it's heart wrenching most of the time, but other yeah, times you just like, you know, crack up cause it's just so fun. Awesome. And finally, I, this all came about because I, I know Brian that you probably maybe remember when I, uh, reviewed legendary from HBO max on the show and you <laughs> were like, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're pretty much like, huh? Um, so uh, I'm working with one of the people on the the cast of Legendary for a, a set of new shows coming up. So that's why I'm getting into this stuff. And I am just getting more and more enamored in every subculture I can find because and especially this one, because it really helps people get off the street, 
get their stuff together and deal with, you know, gives them a fresh new family because they just had a really crappy one for many different reasons. Subcultures are so important for so many reasons. Uh, it, it's, it lets you experience the world. You realize that everybody's different. Everybody is their own special snowflake. And that's what subcultures give you. When we live in this fucking monoculture that we've been stuck in for at least a decade now, people start to feel really left out. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not everybody. We're not all Kylie Jenners. Ups and doodads. Brian, I canceled my Apple Watch Ultra. Can you believe it? Nobody else can. No, no. I can actually, because yeah, this is this is your new your new thing is is to buy and then not get. Well, that was the thing, but <laughs> there was another thing that came up. I was talking to my dad on on FaceTime, and mm-hmm. I was telling him about the Mash thing, and you could tell he was just kind of kind of kind of bummed and jealous that he didn't get to go. So oh. I canceled my watch, took the money that I was going to spend on my watch, and bought my dad a plane ticket. And he gets well, here tomorrow you, morning. Jason. That's yeah. awesome. So he's going to come tomorrow. Going to get him a cab from the airport because I don't know if you've noticed this, Brian, but the fastest way to get anywhere from LAX nowadays is a cab. So oh, yeah, I did notice like, that last time I came in. <laughs> I'm like, would you like to spend an hour waiting for an Uber or would you like to go downstairs, find the man in the nice yellow car and get in it and get to where you're going? Faster, cheaper, cheaper <laughs> a lot cheaper, and uh, in one piece and yeah. without getting raped. So uh, all of those go with uh, getting a yellow cap. So I just put all that together and I'm like, come on out. So Saturday morning, my dad is going to join me and our friend Brian Blondell, and we're going to go out to the 4077th and have a nice morning. So you, you know who else is feeling a little sad and left out that he won't be there? Who? <laughs> Send me a plane ticket, Jason. Yeah. Well, you get half of this Patreon money we're about to lose, so I ain't we're about to shit. lose. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be stuck out on the ranch because I can't get Jeep in this goddamn tank of a you got this giant gas tank. Oh, you sell God. your car and take Talk- taxis, Jason. I think you found your solution. I, I think I have. I think I have. <laughs> I, I, oh. um, I do have my uh, Sonos Ray that I have to review real quick. This is going to be okay. the super fastest uh, hardware review of all time, which is what I think okay. people – I think this is what the peoples want. It sounds mm-hmm. really good, and it integrates with my Sonos perfectly. That's it. <laughs> it's cheap, it sounds great, and it's easy to use. If you need a sound bar, go with Sonos Ray. Does it come in black? Well, that's the color I got. Okay, good, because the, uh, yeah, the white one's very ugly. Okay. Oh God! Who has? A, why would you put a white soundbar anywhere? Because it's going to be by your black TV. Click on the own review that you put in the link, and it is a white soundbar. Ew! Yes. Oh my God! It is a white soundbar. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I don't see color, Brian. <laughs> okay. The whole thing. The whole. I know. I know. Send your send your emails somewhere else. That was that was supposed to be a joke. Um, yeah, this thing. <laughs> That's looks okay. Terrible. I did a trans joke earlier too. We're going to get lots of emails because nobody has a yeah. sense of humor anymore. All right, so iOS 16 is now available. Uh, in addition, Watch OS 9 and Monterey 12.6 came out. The theme of iOS 16 is something that I never thought Apple would embrace and something that you and I have often bemoaned. It's personalization. You can actually start to tweak your own device to make it the way you want to look. Sort of. Sort of. Look, we're not talking limits. res edit level <laughs> shit here, okay? <laughs> it's, it's better, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
you know, we aren't the show to go to for this. You can click on the no. link in the show notes if you want the play by play of everything specific. But uh, the update went fine. Um, it looks a little bit nicer. I, I tweaked my home screen. I added some widgets and stuff like that. It's it's fine. It's great. Uh, the watch update was also fine, although they did change my default and standard and I've used forever <clears throat> particular uh, watch face and it's different now and that angers me, but such is life. No, mine came. Mine was exactly the same. Um, one of my secondary screens was a little redder than I wanted it, but otherwise it was <laughs> fine. Uh, my, my, my happy places for this are um, medicine tracking. Thank you for the win on the medicine tracking. So I put in all my okay. medications because, you know, old. Um, yeah. It's really nice to not have to have my own because I had, you know, notifications and, and beeps and bobs and different apps. So I'm just like, okay, let's unify it inside the OS better. Also, um, let us on uh, let us not be remiss in mentioning uh, we could also bring this back up again in security, but we'll just do it here. Medication tracking with Apple's built-in security and not sending it to the government or having it go into an app that is selling the data to the government. Correct. All on device. Yes. All yes. on device. Uh, but I do have to say what's with the the uh, when, when it comes down to personalization and customization, I'm fine with it. But when you can pick the shape and color of your pill and the pill background, <laughs> that's a little weird. That was very weird. So uh, yeah. I don't know where you're would going you make with your, that one. But... Would you make your anima pill look like, Jason? Oh, man. It's uh, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. Eggplant? Um, nope. Uh, their haptic keyboard is also really nice. So if you thank you for that putting on, that in the links because I turned that on immediately and it's beautiful. It is great. It is mm -hmm. great. Battery percentage is back in the battery icon. Hallelujah! Well, thank that you. That is so much nicer because you don't have to swipe down to the little control panel to make mm -hmm. that work. A um, couple of camera reviews are out now for the iPhone 14, saying Meh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, and I saw this article. That um, this is over at Business Insider, who I usually like quite a bit. Uh, here's the title of the article. I deleted and edited my text with Apple's new iOS update, and it's the coolest thing the company has done in a long time. Then you, they, they always have the three bullet points of, you know, they basically TLDR their own article, which is fantastic mm -hmm. because I don't want to read the whole thing anyway. The third right. bullet point is trying it out made it fun for me to use my iPhone for the first time in a while. So I read the article, no mm -hmm. mention of any of this, you know, exuberance and jubilant behavior. It's just like, yeah, it worked. It was kind of cool. But if they don't have the new one, it won't work. That was the gist of the article. So the but, SEO wait, bots no, have no, taken over basically everything. Nothing in the article about uh, jelly beans and rainbows every time they edited their own texts? No, just eggplants. Okay, there you go. Just eggplants. Yep. There's a show title. <laughs> uh, I got a link in here too to how to remove the search button from the home screen if you care because it's it's stupid and redundant. Um, if you want to search, like just it. swipe down from the middle. It's the same thing as swiping know. down from the middle. It's a, nah, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's a, it's a good use of space. It switches to the things when you move over. I I, I kind of like it as a UI thing. You keep it if you want to. I will. You know, you do you. Mm -hmm. I will. Okay. Uh, yeah. What Apple is not going to do is unfortunately keep dark sky alive uh they have they've taken the the worst parts of dark sky and ported it to the uh apple weather app and the best parts of dark sky they have left on the floor to wither and die so 
Thank you for well, Sherlocking the greatest weather app ever made, Apple. It, it really it. was. It really was. There's no doubt about that. And I found a new feature in Drafts, uh, the app that I use for instant capture. There is a way to use their quick capture link in a share screen in iOS. So, because I use the Brave browser and it's always a pain to get my stuff where I need it to go when I'm looking at links and all that. Uh, Drafts Quick Capture does one thing very well. It puts the title and the link inside of a new draft and shares it with all your devices. Okay. It's awesome. The way I was doing it before, I was I had a read later with reader link in there. So it would save it to my iOS copy of reader that I could use on any of my computers, which was okay, but eh, not the best. Readers read later for me now has 700 articles that I really want to get to sometime before I die which doesn't really help me when I'm trying to do this show every week. So um, <laughs> Drafts Quick Capture is awesome. Highly recommended. Um, one quick software update, Isotope RX10 is out mm -hmm. uh, for all you podcast nerds out there. I ended up upgrading to it. It's phenomenal. But Eric Hunley, who we mentioned earlier, pointed something out to me. It's like, oh, you can get the everything bundle with your loyalty pricing for $299, which will give you RX-10 plus everything else, or you can spend $149 for RX-10 and not get the stuff, which I, so me being me, ended up spending $149 for the RX-10 upgrade, then $299 for the everything bundle, and now spending three days on the phone with Isotope trying to get that $149 back because I really want it back. There you go. Uh, and I had some Discord news that I thought was just funny, but I wanted to take a brief sidebar. Uh, we have a Discord channel. It's actually uh, pretty happening. It's fun. It's nice. Lots of people in there. A lot of it's people neat. in there. An awful lot of people in there. And I know they're all <laughs> listening right now. And since we're about to lose all of our sweet Patreon cash because of fucking child pornography, thanks world, I would like to just have a call to action for our vast amount of Discord followers. Please give us a buck or something. <laughs> we're we're going to need to make up for uh, our highest source of income, which uh, has a high probability of going away very quickly. And, uh, you know, you're all enjoying the community space. Give us a buck a month, a buck a show, something, please. Something. Thank you. Pretty please. Now let's talk about what Discord is actually doing, and we will not be adding to our Discord channel. Discord has decided to revolutionize online conversations with forums. Yay, forums. very first bullet point on this article, what has happened before will happen again. <laughs> yep. So Discord, the social messaging service that helped to displace old school internet forums, now wants to bring them back. They've announced forum channels, which are exactly what you'd imagine, forums in Discord. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I'm at a loss threaded conversations i suppose is the i don't know <laughs> it seemed to be working fine to me but okay well brian they fixed irc so i guess news news groups are next to fix yeah. if you're going backwards the crucial thing here is they're compatible with Discord's auto-mod, which is very nice and can help clean up discussions. And moderation was, of course, the downfall of poorly run forums. Might I suggest you guys go after comment sections next? At the library. 
So, Brent, I got two new books this week. I got The Status Game on Human Life and How to Play It by Will Storr, and I got Chatter, The Voice in Our Head, Why It Matters, and How to Harness It by Ethan Cross. Storr and Cross should uh, start a band. Chatter, um, The Voice in Our Head, Why It Matters, and How to Harness It. You are a golden god. You are a golden <laughs> god. Shoot everyone. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, call it. What's, what's Canada's 911, Brian? I think I need to have an intervention here. <laughs> um, okay. These books are fantastic. Uh, it's hard. I, I, the thing about them is they really go together really well. The status game is not what you think it is. It does talk about how we strive for status in our daily lives, but it gets really fucking existential really fast. And it is really good. Um, Chatter also talks about, yes, people who want to shoot people, which is very <laughs> bad. But it also explains why they want to and maybe how we can fix it. And both of them cover a lot of the same topics and a lot of the same ground. So maybe next book they can get together, but I guess they wouldn't get as they wouldn't get twice the money. So maybe not. Okay, yeah. maybe that's their whole thing. But uh, I highly recommend both of these books. It could be. The problem with books, and I, I, I don't have the link for this, and I, I meant to put it in, but I totally forgot about it, and I'll try to find it again. I, I was reading an article about books and about uh, uh, the number of books published per year. And do you know what the average number of copies of a book published, if you take every single book published in a single year, what the average number of copies bought is? I thought it was like 54 or something. 12. 12. Okay. <laughs> That's about 12. it. 12. Okay. This is yeah. why nobody writes books. <laughs> well, no, people write yeah. books. People, no, it's not like people don't. The problem is people don't buy books. Too many people write books, but they, nowadays, people write books to do, you know, podcasts and speaking podcasts. tours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, at least we get a year of them being quiet well, so we can have our podcast while they're off writing a book. But yeah, yeah, no, books are, if you don't do it right, it's hard to do. And there are very few yeah. people doing it right. Well, just saying not not enough people fucking read. That's a big problem. And I'm apparently one of them right now. I have not been reading, but I did want to mention I figured out why I've been avoiding my Kindle. I realized the book that I got stuck on, and it was one that you recommended, Jason, but I apparently yes. I just can't get into. The Dawn of Everything, A New History of Humanity by David Graeber. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not getting the aha moments. I'm not getting the ooh, I didn't realize that i'm getting he just keeps restating the same premise over and over again with nothing interesting am i am hmm. i stuck too early did did it happen later what's going on here jason do you even remember probably not yeah it's, it's david graber and uh, david wengro there was it was a yes, duo that yes, did the, the book two of them. um yeah 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 um here's the thing i don't remember okay. i don't remember a bit about that book and when when you put it in the notes I remember reading it and going, oh, that was kind of a good book. And there was something about it uh, that I, re I really – I thought I enjoyed the beginning very much and I probably fell asleep for the second part because that's how I go through books. And then I have to rewind and find where I fell asleep and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, this one, I can remember about a, you know, eh, a little bit of it, but I thought it was good. <laughs> okay. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to apply my life is short. Not read any of my books. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but but definitely I'm giving up on this one. I'm calling it a loss and moving on. So I'm going to head oh, back to yeah. Eyes of the Void, The Final Architecture, book two by Adrian Tchaikovsky. I really enjoyed the first one. I had started the second one and then I had switched over to The Dawn of Everything and then I stopped reading altogether because apparently I hate that book so much. So, okay. Well, 
So here you go. So so I now have my revenge for discovery. This is awesome. We have we have cleared the slate. We are back to zero. You you kept Perfect. me from my favorite activity for at least a month now. So feel vindicated, Jason. Closing shout outs. Here's a big surprise. Nobody at Patreon <laughs> signed up this week. Fuck. Wait, somebody named Krusty the Clown signed. Wait, hold on. <laughs> That can't be right. Jared, the subway guy. Jared. (laughs) Damn it. We're going to lose so much money. You know what happens, too? The real problem is if we shut down our Patreon, which we'll have to on ethical grounds if all this is true, one-tenth of those people are going to come back and give us money on other platforms. We're going to lose so many people. Brian, do you you not realize that this is, you know, just poetic justice for us? I know. We have built we have built our livelihood. <laughs> we have built ourselves on somebody backyard. else's walled garden. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I mean we can't we can't, you know, predict which one is going to take off and which one isn't, but um Will we you still love us we if we're on OnlyFans? We can't predict who's gonna have child porn and who isn't. <laughs> Most of the time we can. We're pretty good at that. We, Patreon yeah, we is have, fucking we, out of left field. Come on. We we usually have pretty good CPM dar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Anyways, uh, over at those other pay, uh, other uh, areas <laughs> that people send us money, thank you so much to everybody over at PayPal. Miles, Shari, Linda, Natalie, Nathaniel, Dag, Edward, and Jason, who sent us a whopping one hundred bucks. Thank you, thank you very much. Over at Stripe, we've got Ann Q, Theodore, and Sean. Thank you all so much. You might be the the savior of the show <laughs> in the next couple weeks here. And in sad news, Patreon died this week. Oh, sad Christmas. Oh, oh well. It was nice getting that beer money every month. Until next time, I'm Brian Schulmeister. And I'm Jason DeFilippo. Check me out on (laughs) LinkedIn.com. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. If you enjoyed the show, visit GOG.show slash donate to help us keep... (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) Gonna have to take the link down. We're gonna have to fix that one too. Thank you, Patreon. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, go there and find the the non-child porn version of... uh, Allegedly. 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 Uh, We hope to come back to you next week with good news. Show notes for this episode are at GOG.show slash 570. From there, you can find links to everything we talked about in this episode, as well as links to our swag and Discord channel. If you want to buy some stuff or chat with us and other show fans, or give us a dollar, you can also head over to GOG.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And if you're so inclined, please head over to GOG.show slash review and toss us a snarky review and preferably five stars. Stay grumpy and just put down the CPM Patreon. Come on, come on. Brothers got to eat. Allegedly. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts 
to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.